if your home is the vision of what you really want in your life. If it's clutter, create harmony. If it's the wrong images, put some other things around you. So just become aware how your home has been affecting you in the past, right now, and how you can change it to create a magnificent future. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and I am so excited and honored to share with you our guest today. Her name is Marie Diamond, and she is one of the world's top transformational leaders, speakers, and international best-selling authors. She's the only European star featured in the worldwide phenomenon, The Secret. She merges her intuitive knowledge of the law of attraction with her studies of quantum physics, meditation, feng shui, and dowsing to transform the success of individuals and corporations. Her clients include billionaires, A-list celebrities, writers, speakers, CEOs, Fortune 500 companies, governments, and more than 300,000 students online. And she is here to talk to us about her newest book, available everywhere tomorrow, Feng Shui Your Life. Marie, welcome to The Daily Helping. It is awesome to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Dr. Richard, and so happy to be here with all your listeners and viewers. Uh, this is great. Uh, I, I've been excited about this this interview for a while. We're going to talk a lot about your book, and I can't wait to. But before we do, I want to jump into the Marie Diamond time machine and let us go back. Share with us your spark of origin. What was the pivotal moment that put you on the path you're on today, helping so many people? Well, I would say for me, that was definitely when I was 15 years old. I know it's a long time ago, but um, I had uh, an accident. I was run over by a truck and I was uh, declared dead. And so they already had the fabric over me. And thank God, my mom was warned that I was in an accident. Somebody rushed to our home. It was five minutes from our home. And uh, she came into the ambulance and said, asking them to try again to, you know, resuscitate me. And so at that moment, I was hovering over my body and I could see my mom there. And I was like, what is she doing? I was very conscious that she was there. And I saw this beautiful, um, you know, blonde, curly man. And as a 15-year-old, I was having this thought, what a cute guy is that? Right? But I was flatlined at that moment. I was dead. And so I, at that moment, I left that scene and I went through like all dimensions of light and I arrived to the light and there I heard very clearly that I had to go back and I, that my mission was to enlighten more than 500 million people. So a few days later, I came out of coma. So apparently they resuscitated me. I got uh, out of coma 
with that thought, a very clear thought in my mind. I had no idea what that meant. I was 15 years old. If it would be now, I would start a TikTok account or a YouTube channel or going on Snapchat. But at that time, I had no idea what that meant unless I could help every day someone. That's the thought I had. And I even had calculated if I would turn 90, how much people I would have reached if I would help every person, everyone once a day, somebody, like to manifest something positive in their life. It's a smile, a hug, uh, a, you know, an, a, an encouraging conversation. So at 15, I started my service to humanity. And I started looking in my own community, in the church I was connected with. What could I do to be of service? And so that is my pivotal moment of starting to help daily one person. And of course, um, reaching 500 million people, I had to start thinking a little bit bigger later on to really make that happen. But that was my pivotal moment. Well, you know, it's, as you know, it's the mission of this show to encourage everybody listening to commit an act of kindness every day and help a stranger. And and I, our goal uh, was to reach a million people a day. Clearly, you're 500 million. I, I needed to up that number quite a bit, but uh, very aspirational and exciting. So talk to us, you know, as you moved into adulthood, what, what happened next? How did you start, you know, having this impact on such a massive scale? Well, I would say um, I started really thinking, how could I do that? Like, I had no idea how. So I started thinking every morning and doing a prayer to God. Like, I, I am here to enlighten 500 million people. Uh, show me how. That was the, the the prayer I had every day. And that could be a person in uh, on my path to school. That could be a friend. I did not know the how. But at the end of the day, I would always look back. Did I do something today? to help somebody to be more kind, to be more uh, loving. Um, so that was like a, a daily request. And then after a while, I started thinking, what if I would study something that could help in a massive way? And I was thinking about the, U the UN, for example, or the UNESCO or big worldwide organizations. And I felt like if I would become a lawyer, an international lawyer, I could become a diplomat. I could help, you know, perhaps reach millions of people. So that's what I did. I became an international criminal lawyer. And because of that, um, I started working for the Belgian government, later for the European government, and, you know, changing laws and, and starting to bring in more humanity into the law system. But after doing this for six years, I was like, you know what? I'm not reaching my 500 million people. And I was not, um, I was helping so much, I could say, but more abstract, not to, not enough in person. And um, then I, I felt I need to start a consulting company. And because a lot of people start coming towards me to coach them because they felt like I had a glow over me, I could help them, the words I said were always encouraging. And so I started a consulting company and a lot of the uh, politicians and leaders I was working with started asking me for some coaching, some mentoring. And so that's what I started doing. And I started speaking publicly and I was practicing and using the techniques I had. And one of the techniques I started uh, connecting with was actually right after the accident. And that was, I went doing a lot of meditations 
daily meditations. I also connected in with feng shui because I asked a mentor I already had, a more spiritual mentor, like, what did I do wrong to attract this situation? And he said, very interestingly, bad feng shui. And I was like, what does that mean? So he told me that, you know, my environment was affecting my subconscious mind, my good luck. And he gave me some tips. And these were like my basic tips that I started practicing for many years, the way I position myself, the colors I had around me, what I had as images around me. So I started creating a different environment and I started feeling better in it. And so these practices, I started sharing with my clients um, and I started speaking about it. And uh, when I was 38, after seven years doing this in Belgium, because I was a Belgian uh, Flemish um, origin, um, I felt like I needed to really reach as millions of people. So I moved to the U.S. And within a few months I was there, I attracted uh, very well-known speakers and uh, top authors because I had created my vision board. And on my vision board, I also had put, I am going to be in um, a movie that would transform millions of people's lives. Now, I had no idea what that meant, but that was like an idea I had. And within a month, I was already living there in the U.S. I was working with people like Marcia Chaimov. Then within a few months, uh, John Gray came to me, Bob Proctor, um, you know, Jack Kenfield. They all became my clients because they all felt like they were stuck. They were hitting a ceiling. And as I was working with them, through meditation, through feng shui, they start seeing the ceiling opened up and they were reaching a higher level of impact and a higher level of, um, you know, success. And so before I knew it, um, all these people start coming to me, a, a total unknown person in, uh, in America. And that's how I actually became part of the Transformation Leadership Council created by Jack Canfield. And that is where the movie, The Secret, was 60% filmed. And I was telling how the environment was impacting the law of attraction. And Rhonda Byrne, who is the creator of The Secret, told me, like, you must be in the movie. And, of course, I said, of course I will be in it. It's on my vision board. <laughs> That's awesome. And we have reached more than 500 million people watching The Secret. So in that case, check. I've there you it. go. That's a, that's a big one to cross off your bucket list for sure. It is. I, I love it. So you've you've talked a little bit about feng shui uh, and you know not having in a, an environment conducive for happiness and success. So usually when people have a book to talk about, and we're certainly going to talk about yours, I ask them why did they write the book. But I feel like we've kind of already talked about why you wrote that book. Yes, it, it is because, you know, one of the reasons is I want so many people to know this amazing information that transformed my life, but also transformed a lot of people worldwide already. And so we see that most people focus on the mindset, yeah, to create a change, or they focus on their behavior or on the actions they take. Yeah, like every day, good, do good, right? And good will come back to you. But one of the things I found out by studying feng shui is that there are three parts to the law of attraction. The first part is your destiny. You know, when you're born somewhere, 
you know, that gives you a certain outcome of life. Your parents, you have talents, a culture, that kind of creates a certain destiny in your life. Now, you can change that by moving somewhere, by uh, perhaps uh, creating some other talents that you have. So you can work on that and, ex and expand all this. You, of course, can work on your mindset, have a positive mindset, positive behavior, take as much good actions as you can take towards what you want to focus on and the reality you want to create. But there's still a missing link. And that missing link is your environment is a place where you sleep, where you live, where you work. And there's some very basic principles that when people practice that, and they practice that ongoing in their environment, that their mindset starts shifting. Because I always say, you can make your vision board, right? And you put all your goals on it, but your home is a three-dimensional vision board. Everything around you affects you subconsciously the clutter, the images, the colors, the way you sit yourself up on your desk or wherever you are, that affects your subconscious mind. Now, feng shui is an energy system that is, is not religious. It's just an energy system like acupuncture. It's like the acupuncture of your home in a way. Yeah. And so the Chinese for thousands of years have found that there are principles, and I call that quantum physics principles, actually, they work for everyone all the time that um, can affect the way you feel. And so when people start practicing that, that is when they start seeing the law of attraction starts going easier, more effortless, because you can reach your goals with a lot of effort. But Feng Shui says, if you're in balance, if you're in harmony, things go easy and effortless. And this opportunity starts showing up. Like, to be honest, when I look at my life and how I got to my success, I didn't do that much effort. You know, I didn't do major marketing campaigns. I just follow my intuition and my environment is supporting me instead of stopping me or blocking me to move forward to the next level. And that is what some people that I told you about already that are top people, both in the self-help industry or in the, um, you know, movie and uh, music industry, they do the hard work. These are people that are professionals. They do the work. And still they feel they can't get to a next level because the environment is telling a different story. And your story by your environment is told 24 hours a day, where you sleep, where you work, and where you live. Now, if that is aligned with what you desire, with what you really want in life, then you have your home supporting you. And that is when I would say the magic really goes to a next level, the magic of manifesting your desired outcome. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. This is so interesting because we've I've I've had a few episodes where guests have talked about 
energy medicine and things along these lines because it, because we now know, and, and I've said this before, we now understand through quantum science that there are energetic laws that exist in our universe. And the things that people in the 70s, you know, that these people who talked about this stuff and they were told they're woo-woo, they're nonsense, there are scientific principles behind what you're saying. What I did, and it's, you know, I, I didn't realize though that feng shui operated on some of those similar principles of energy. So that's really, for me, that's really exciting to know. Uh, so let's jump into the book. How does the book take a person through this experience of, you know, bringing feng shui into their life? So the book Feng Shui Alive is really a um, beginner's guide to use your home to attract the life you dream of. And so one of the things we focus on is um, like the journey, like what you need to do step by step to get to the next level. This is what, you know, my top VIP clients pay thousands and thousands of dollars for when I come in their home. This is available in a book, right? Of course, I'm not with you in that experience, but what it does is that based on the energy principles, you on yourself have a connection with that energy. And we see that energy and say that is connected with what we call your birthday. So the moment you're born, you get into that field, that three-dimensional field of manifestation. And so based on your birthday, we do a calculation and everybody gets an energy number. And together with the book, there's also the, the free Mary Diamond app where people then uh, will guide them through in the book to download it and to make sure you calculate your energy number. So based on your energy number, you have four compass directions. What we call wind directions. Feng Shui means wind and water. So it's all about the flow of energy. Four wind directions that really affect you the most. There's one for success and money, one for health, for relationships and one for your inspiration and your wisdom. Now, if in your success direction, you have the wrong items, let's say in your office. Um, I was just today looking at somebody online and they had in their success direction in their office, they had a garbage bin. Now, what are you saying to the universe? You have to think this is like a portal of energy. And so you actually saying, Everything I want and I desire of success and money kind of gets into the garbage bin. And I asked this person, how have you experienced if you have a new idea? I said, do you feel like you're so excited and suddenly nothing happens with that idea? She said, yeah, it's like always goes to waste. Yeah, well, it's a waste basket. Right? It's, a it's a garbage bin. So that is what happens is that the images, the things you have placed in the wind direction, in your energy flow, that is based on your personal birthday. If that is not aligned energetically with what you desire consciously, then it will stop the flow. So it could be that you have a lot of clutter around you. Yeah. So when that's the first thing that I always suggest for people, get everything decluttered. Because if you have clutter around you, you create chaos in your mind because your, your mirror neurons in your brain, whatever you see will reflect back into your brain. And so literally 
that is what you will see is clutter, your chaos in your head, lack of clarity, lack of concentration. If you clean things up and you organize things, then you create space, not for just you to work better, but also to attract more new things coming in your life. So there are all these practical steps to where you position yourself, for example, in your office, for example, seeing the door when you are working and you see the door, then you're literally saying, I am in a power position. If you are with your back to the door and you can't see people coming in, you actually are not in control. And we see that has an influence on the money flow and the respect people get in their daily life. So if you see the door, you will start seeing more opportunities and possibilities. Other income streams will come to you. If you're sitting with your back to the door, these things will pass behind you. You won't see them. You will be kind of stuck hitting a financial wall. So all the things are symbolically, but on the subconscious level, it affects you nonstop. Each time you sit on that desk, not seeing the door, it affects you. Each time you have images around you that tell a different story, yeah? So like today, somebody was telling me, um, you know, my husband and I don't get along very well. Well, you know, everywhere in the family room, there are all abstract images. They don't say it. It's very confusing. And I said, do you fight the most in the family room? She said, oh, we fight all the time. And I said, take away all these images. Take pictures of your family so to, that both of you can remind yourself why you are together for your children, for your grandchildren, for yourself in the romantic relationship. There were no images of the couple, of the children in the whole house. And I said, your focus is chaos. Literally, the images are chaos. And so these things all influence you. And so the book Function for Your Life gives you the very practical steps how to do this and really uh, get into adding 33.3% of results of the law of attraction that you did not have before. That's a very specific percentage. How, how did you arrive at that? Well, because, you know, my grandmaster um, of feng shui said there were three parts of the law of attraction. One part, the destiny. One part, your human self. The last part, your environment. So 100% of the three is 33.3%. Now, interesting enough, Bob Proctor, the late Bob Proctor, when I did the feng shui of his home, when he was stuck, I mean, the late Bob Proctor felt he was stuck, you know, in getting to the next level of his success. Um said to me, I do believe it's more than 33%. He said, I do believe it's 50%. And a lot of people, when they talk about your environment, they talk about the people that surround them. Like who are the people that are surrounding you and supporting you? But he said, they all forget location is everything. So and it's not just location, it's how the location looks like. Yeah, how does it feel like? And we do feel that as human beings. There are places that we love to go, even on our own home. And the other places that look amazing aesthetically, we never spend time there. Why is that? Because we feel we are vibrational beings. We feel if something is positive for us or something is not. And I'm teaching that whole um, guide to use that. And that is to punctuate your life. That's fantastic. What would be the number one thing that people should not do when they're when they're trying to feng shui their life? Well, the first thing that I would say to people, make sure you have nothing that is um, dead 
in your home. And I talk about potpourri, dried flowers, um, you know, I would say even, um, you know, like dead skin, like from a, a cow on the ground, you know, as a carpet. Um, so things that um, are, are dead, right? So I have no life force. That's the first thing I would say. Get that out of your space, yeah? And then also make sure you do not have anything like plants that are uh, with sticky leaves, with uh, sharp-edged leaves, because that creates always a higher level of nervousness, uh, of conflict, of miscommunication. So if you put in plants, they can be fake, but they have to look as real as possible that are round leaves that are blossoming. So something that shows there's a life force around you. And then look around you, like what are the images that are still around you, is that reflecting of what you want? You want to have romance, but you have all images of single women around you. Well, you're telling yourself, I'm okay with being single, yeah? So look at what is around you. Is this what you desire? And if not, it's better to have nothing than the wrong thing. You know, it's, it just occurred to me that this feels like a visual and physical representation of the theory of cognitive behavioral therapy is what this feels like a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's really fascinating. Uh, Marie, I have loved our time together. Uh, as you know, I wrap up every episode by asking my guest a single question, and that is, what is your biggest helping? That one most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today? Well, I want you to really go into your home and become aware of how your home feels and if your home is the vision of what you really want in your life. If it's clutter, create harmony. If it's uh, the wrong images, you know, put some other things around you. So just become aware how your home has been affecting you in the past, right now, and how you can change it to create a magnificent future. Beautifully said. Tell us where people can learn more about you online and get their hands on Feng Shui Your Life, which is available everywhere tomorrow. Yes, it is available and on Amazon and the good bookstores. And so you can, of course, go to mariediamond.com. And even there, there's a special link where you can get to all the right Amazon and Kindle connections. And of course, you can go to my Instagram, Mary Diamond Official. And I'm looking forward to, to uh, support you in going to the next level of your life. Wonderful. I am so grateful we had this conversation. Thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you, Dr. Richard. Absolutely. And I want to thank each and every one of you as well who took time out of your day to listen to this. If you're fired up, if you're getting rid of all your cow skins throughout the house, go give us a, a five-star review and a follow on your podcast app of choice because that is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. Bye.